sister in San Diego with the kids. And I'm Weens. I'm the little sister and I'm in Los Angeles in the film business. That's right. And we are currently sitting in a, a big fluffy bed in our mom's house in Idaho. Yes. And today is special. Why is that, Weens? It's our one year anniversary of the podcast. One year Call it two, two years. years. God, I'm so bad at this. See, that's oh, I'm sorry. Two year two anniversary, anniversary. Joe. Yippee! I know it was this day exactly. It was Christmas Eve in 2017. We're in the basement here at the right, house that we uh, we started this idea and recorded our very first one on a little iPhone and. In front of us on a... Oh, those were the days. Gift wrapping table. Awful audio. You can still find it on Patreon. Oh, no. I'm glad we hid that. We buried it a little bit because it's kind of... Uh, it's been memorialized. <laughs> <laughs> so great. We love... We're looking at each other and sometimes it makes us laugh. <laughs> yeah. Really? Is that what it was? Yes. Okay. All right. Good. Yay! We'll stick with that. <laughs> Please don't. I'm sorry. I have to. Well, the altitude does funny things to us while okay, we're Okay, enough. <laughs> enough. <laughs> Jeez Sorry, Louise. I'm sorry. All right. So, Weens, we have to catch up because the last episode we put out was our sex and love episode, but that was a while ago. We have mm. since had, uh, well, we've gotten a lot of downloads from people that were pretty Curious interested. about SEX. A lot of people like that. Some people, I had a couple friends who are, yeah. Yeah. I know. Same. A lot of comments, so. Right. It's good. I think it needs to be brought up more, so I'm glad we put it out there, and um, my kids will not be listening till about 18. That's fine. Just going to say that. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Didn't you try yeah. to play it for them? What was the experience? Oh, I played them a couple of the clean ones, like our Warner Brothers episode, and they were into it. They liked hearing their mom and hearing the stories and hearing stuff about themselves. But then they kind of talked through the whole thing. So I was like, well, forget it. You guys don't even respect it enough to listen. So never again. They're young. Yeah. But anyway. Yes. Well, we, we got to clean up our act a little bit, maybe. Make it a really? little more cross-audience. I don't know. Really? Oh, see, this is what happens. You start with your organic grassroots, and then you start getting I know, corporate. I know. It's just... Don't give in to the mate. I'm it's just the kidding. mom thing. It's the big ears. Always around. But that's fine. No, we'll figure it out. Anyway, we are starting our next season, our next year here, and um, but we wanted to kind of catch up real quick from where we were from the last episode. Yeah. Uh, so we had Thanksgiving happen. I was in Palm Springs with my in-laws, Dave's family, and uh, the big fun incident there amidst all the cool traditions was that my mother-in-law fell and broke her arm. <laughs> so Joe. that was really sad. Is your um, dog opening the door? Oh, it's mom. Oh, it's mom. Look at who it is. She's coming with a glass of wine. Yay, mom. With your hair all tittered and tattered. You look very so pretty. Cute. All right, so mom was on our very first episode. And Did you time this? She's back for a recap. This really, truly is. This really is. happened last time, too, where you walked in when we were recording. Yeah. And started chit-chatting. With your crinkle bag. And we made you yeah. throw it to the side. She had a crinkly bag. That <laughs> Your mama comes to Now she just got so wine. The mic can pick you up better. So, Mom, we were talking about Thanksgiving. Don't touch anything because it wiggles and makes noises. You can just kind of... You mm. can't. You can stay. Don't touch. Don't touch. Don't. Just drink. We're rigged up goes. with lots of weird pillows and things. But, um, Mom, we're oh, back together Oh, so our mother is a little... You're a spring chicken. You have rosy red cheeks. You look like you're about... I don't know, 48. Oh, right. You have beautiful skin. Isn't she hip, too? Yeah, totally. You're cute. Uh, Everyone thinks we're sisters. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's weird. And I don't know why you don't play it off. Instead, you <laughs> you go, oh, come on. But you just need to go, boy, thank you. Take okay. Gracefully. Roll with it. 
Yeah. Talk about two beautiful daughters. Aww. Look at you guys. Oh, mommy. Merry Christmas. I know. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to the podcast world. Yay. Yay. I know. It's... Can we talk? I know you're. I know you don't want to talk about traditions, but can we talk about traditions for Absolutely. one second? Joe jo yeah, didn't yeah, want yeah. to talk about it. Well, but yeah. okay, just a quick tradition. Yes. You don't want me to go off track. I can tell you're looking at me funny. No, no, I don't care at all. I just didn't want it to. It doesn't have to go into nostalgia, but what was yeah, your favorite? Yeah. What did you implement in our lives growing up that is a wonderful, fun tradition that you love to do? Um, obviously, Christmas Eve. When I was little, Christmas Eve wasn't as big of a deal. It was always Christmas morning, but mm -hmm. I like the idea of opening one gift on Christmas Eve and um, all the... Hype and hoopla. Yeah, we always with that. So. And we also did. We always would do a nice dinner, right? That was always. the China dinner, yes. which we have ready tonight. You it's have ready. Ready, but not yet. They're not back yet. Okay. Um. So that. And you know what I remember? What? I liked when you guys had the little elf. It was the original <gasps> elf on the shelf. Yeah. Because we are of age, and you and. Your first husband, our father. Yes. John would, um, I don't know how to say that without sounding weird. <coughs> our dad. Your that ex. Works. Okay. <laughs> so you guys would create, I remember. Lots of. Elf movement. And oh, one time yes. you would, you would have us looking in the back glass patio door. We would see a little elf and all of a sudden. You would go, there it is, there it is. And then we'd see it go zip up the glass door. And it would fly away. It would fly away. And it was the most exciting thing in the world. And that's called monofilament line. Monofilament line on a fishing pole. Right. So but dad would have a fishing pole. You guys, no, I think. No, no. We yeah. went all the way over the roof and came back in. And because we were both there when you're looking out the patio. So you were just glass. tugging. And then we would pull the monofilament and hope that it didn't break when it snag on something. The roof. <laughs> right. Yeah. You had it going over the house, back through to your hands behind your back. Yes, exactly. So Which, I have this weird vision that is not true of a fishing pole. No, no fishing pole. Fishing line. You got part of it, right? I got yeah. part of it. See how yeah. memories go? Oh. And then the other is one time when your dad dressed up with a red blanket. And he did the ho, ho, ho. And it was in our little condo patio. Mm -hmm. Do you remember this? Did he run across? Did he run I out the I back door? He actually scaled that six-foot wall. He ho, 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 and wrapped the red blanket. And then he pulled himself up and over the wall. Wow. And like our back you fence? Guys, you saw the back of him and the... A uh, blanket going over the top. <gasps> and it looked like Santa's oh. coat. But I thought if he lands on the other side and not break his neck. Yeah. But he was so athletic that yeah. he just yeah. like scooted up and over. Can and I tell you that yeah. I had a conversation? That must have been when I was in kindergarten or first grade because mm -hmm. I was sitting in the lunchroom. I have few memories, but this was very vivid. And everybody goes, There's no Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. Can I say this? Yeah, warning. Spoiler alert, parents, turn off the radio. No kids would listen to yeah, this, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I was telling, you know, all the kids were saying, there's no Santa Claus. And I was the only one that goes, guys, guys, I saw Santa Claus going <laughs> over the wall. I swear. And I was so, and I had to try to reconvince everybody. And I was 100% convinced. Sure. And I don't know. I just was like, you guys are crazy. Yeah. So no, there. we worked hard at making you guys think Christmas lasts forever. You guys had such good youthful energy, too. You were only 30 at that time mm -hmm. wow. when we were in that condo. Uh -huh. And did you guys do the same thing with the Easter Bunny at the ranch? I think I uh -huh. remember a glimpse of an Easter Bunny going over a hill, yes. too. Did yes. he dress up in a brown jacket? No. A white something, right? Right. I'm trying to remember. I ran down the hill and I uh -huh. saw the back of a white thing <laughs> hopping away. I mean, we friggin' believe. We're yeah. real. <laughs> There's another podcast about this how the 
the kids are angry at the parents because they did this elaborate yeah kind of thing and they believed it for too many it's like years and they now are resentment on yeah Sesame Street all the kids were getting mad at the parents because they didn't believe them and it yeah. was like this whole so they finally revealed Snuffy was was not invisible so maybe all. PC now is to reveal to your kids well really? no 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 because now the Elf on the Shelf has a whole new uh, a whole new thing going on the Elf on the Shelf is back so in the-, the only thing that you guys really got mad at me over mm-hmm. was I taught you that they were pine noodles yeah instead of needles, pine needles and you went to kindergarten saying pine noodles and, and getting laughed at and Joelle yeah mouse Came home, she was really mad, like hands on her hip mad. Yeah. Well, I'm perfect. And how dare anyone call me out on a mistake? And again, I said, they are pine noodles. My (laughs) mom said so. They grow on pine trees, pine noodles. And and I was not right. And everyone laughed at me. It was awful. I'm so sorry. And also, the little stickers that get stuck in your socks. Mm Mm-hmm. Mom and Dad oh, told me Raymond Burrs. They're called Raymond Burrs <laughs> for like, years. The actor that was what was his big role? Ah, uh, yeah, a, lawyer. a big lawyer. Perry Mason. Perry Mason. Thank Raymond you. Raymond Burr. I was going to say Percy Faith, but that was all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Too much Christmas music. No, Perry is. Yeah, Raymond Burrs. So again, that one went until high school. Oh, thanks, Mom. <laughs> I Look was in at high school laugh. Oh. hiking with my cool guy buddies and pulling Raymond Burrs out of my socks. <laughs> they were like, and then we have Andrew Picconi, who's kind of an aficionado of like old movies and yeah, stuff. He's and like, he's I like, don't think wait, you wait, know what, what are you pulling out of your socks? <laughs> Raymond Burrs. And they had quite a hoot at that one, too. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, can I tell one more too? Yes. This one's really embarrassing. Mom, you might want to close your ears for this one. It's going to be about SEX. Well, yeah. So uh, I watched an episode of the Carol Burnett show. Remember that? We watched Loved that. that. And yeah. there was a whole, she was listening to a radio program or something. Gosh, I want to find this and see if I'm right. But they were talking all about like sensuality. And if you touch a woman here, all these things are going to happen. And so she was following along and like her knees were buckling as the guy was talking and it was real funny right but what happened was they said and you touch a woman behind her neck and like someone touched her behind her neck and she just crumpled to the ground in ecstasy so i saw this as a little kid and i thought that was the big sensual spot that was the sensual spot so in high school again somehow talking with my friends they they said you know boys were trying to figure out where the g-spot was and i came in i know where it is (laughs) It's behind your neck. <laughs> Carol Burnett show. Yeah, Carol Burnett. I learned it all. And again, butt of the joke. Naive Joelle. Yeah. Oh, so. Joe. Again, yeah, just all sorts of things. So what were you talking about? Oh, we were just catching up on what we've been up to. Thanksgiving but. was where we left off. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Oh, good. We're going to talk about Julianne's birthday was then yeah. right around the same time. True. And so after my Palm Springs, your Thanksgiving, you went to a party. I went to Al Goth and Beth Caret's house, and they have a lovely home in Hancock Park. And it was raining that night, if you remember. Mm-hmm. It was raining, and so they had one of those. They had to quick get one of those outdoor tents, but it was really clear. It was a clear tent, and it was beautiful mm-hmm. and heated, and it was probably a 25-person table. Wow. Gorgeous. Everything was just the cheese plate alone took up a whole round table. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing, beautiful, catered. They, they had their, um, I think their live-in housekeeper, wow. housekeeper who was there helping. And this is high-end Beverly Hills. Very. Like, or not Beverly Hills. Hancock Park is okay. very nice neighborhood yeah yeah <laughs> yes so wow. but they're such sweet people they're so down to earth and yeah. they have a really beautiful house too it's neat. so right. we have a cheese tray upstairs yes <laughs> just wanted to interject yeah. i know you stamped are also high-end and fancy stamped with j bar d your cowboy ranch here because we are very country christmas yeah it's so sweet here yeah i love it it's and the really... kids Looked forward to it for so long and drew pictures about it and pre-packed. And, and although sometimes you wouldn't know it because they lay around on their little phones all the time. But, but they're so happy here. They're just like. And, you know, sometimes Toby's and he's a little bit kind of cool. And 
I said, so what do you, you know, it's hard to get out, like, what's your day-to-day life? He's not that cool, but, you know, I thought, oh, okay, he might be. Well, you know what <laughs> I mean. I mean, he's not, he's no. not shut down like some yeah. kids at his yeah. age, but uh, he said he was so excited about going to Grandma's house for Christmas. Isn't that, Isn't that cool? That's cute. It's the whole it's really... because I kiss both of them behind their necks constantly. And oh, they're G spot, mom. Mom, <laughs> leave them alone. It's the grandma spot. Oh no, no. <laughs> they are all over it. Oh, oh my! No, there's there's I'm a huge cover from this snowmobile. No, oh. we we're just gonna start talking about those stories. Yeah. But first, before we launch into stories, can we say thank you for all the lovely podcasters who gave us holiday cards? Yes, absolutely. We received um, a bunch of cards from our Lady Pod Squad friends, uh, a collection of podcasts that all support each other. And we love these girls. We have um, cut scenes and cupcakes. Do you want to read some of these? Uh, Shelf Love Podcast. Spoop Hour. Yep. Love that. The Phoenix Nest. Boobies and Newbies. That's right. The Geekly uh book book reading yeah book reading oh they're so cute and nri woman these are our supportive fun podcast people so please go look them up rewind this listen again and just write them down and go follow these great podcasters they're wonderful people so we love your holiday cards happy holidays yours is coming too all right hooray hooray now can we talk about our experience Yes. In snowy Idaho. Yes. Mom did have to leave while we were doing that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. But um, we, right, up here in Idaho. So our big day out was uh, going snowmobiling. Yes. And it's about a two-hour drive. We go up to where I had a cabin, family cabin, Mm -hmm. up in Island Park area. So there's tons, hundreds of miles of ATV trail, or in the wintertime, it would be for, they call them sleds. Yeah. They're basically... Or ski-doos. Or ski-doos. But, wait, so <clears throat> Island Park, and then it's West Yellowstone that we were at, right? Is yeah, we were at West Yellowstone, kind of sorry. Yeah, area. we went through Island Park, where I used to have a cabin, but 20 minutes from the West Yellowstone Gate, also close to, I think we crossed over into the Montana. <laughs> yeah, we are in Montana. Boys. Yeah, it was really, it's gorgeous. We'll post pictures on all of our social the media. The Rocky Mountains. Absolutely. Rocky Mountain High. That's right. Were you high? I guess that's in Colorado, but here are also the Rocky <laughs> Mountains. I was not high. John Denver also has a song called Montana Skies. Oh. Hi, he hi. was born in the Bitterroot Valley in the early morning rain. Wild geese over the water. Oh, John. We love John Denver. Yeah. So anyway, here we are in our country Christmas. We all piled into cars. We are here with um, our brother and his wife. Well, stepbrother, Denny's son. Here we go with these awkward. Well, you have to family. describe it. I know. It's, I know. People get divorced. People have stepbrothers. Right. People we have a combined married. family. We have, but he, we think of him as a brother. So we have Chad and Janine, and their three kids are here. Briggs, Olivia, Briggs, Olivia, and Emily. Emily. And so we had two full cars plus mom and Denny in their truck, and we followed them up. And you and your three kids, kiddos. Right. Yep. And we got to the snowmobiling shop, rented snowmobiles. Um, I got the grumpy cowboy. He was <laughs> Cowboy D. Oh, yeah. You were in their truck. What was it like on the ride up? It was great. He took business calls the whole time. I got to learn about buying and selling trucks. Oh. And then, uh, no, towards the end, there was just some miscommunication about where to pull in and how to how to get in. But who cares about that? Yeah. It was just, you know, uh, holidays. Holidays. Yeah. So we get there. <laughs> well, <laughs> holidays. Uh, 13 of us. I mean, that's a big group to it's try a big to group. coordinate. Bless his heart. He coordinated all this. Yeah. And he is such a nice person to make sure we all, you know, yeah. we had our things waiting. He knew where to go. He rented a hotel room that we could hang out at. So we could Very have a home lovely. base. And we were only going to rent. guy. Yeah, five or six sleds so that we could take turns riding them and doubling up or whatever we wanted to do. So we sort of finagled that. Anyway, we got out. Everything was fine. Mom and Denny tooled around town, went back home. But we all stayed out, all the younger families. And um, we took turns going. But just tell it from your perspective because you have been snowmobiling a lot more than I have. And so we had doubled up people on snowmobiles and we were supposed to all stay together. 
but then the path split. <laughs> well, the first thing, sweet Olivia. She She's is 16, 17. 17. And yeah, I think she was the first one to, to bite it because we all ended up biting it. It was fun. She just was the first one. But we were just, you know, these things are these giant machines. You drive them once every five years, you know. And, and so uh, I think we were on our little happy paved trail, yeah. which is about a, two fire trucks, you know, wide. Yeah, a big groomed trail. Really nice. Yeah, but we were making a left and... As she said afterwards, it doesn't turn like a car. So all of a sudden, we just see her go left and directly into a tree, head on, just boom, just dead stop. Poor girl. And I, know. I just jumped off and ran over. I was like, oh. Yeah. And you have great instincts. You instantly kill the thing, jump off, and run to help the people. I sit there and just go, hey. <laughs> like, I, I kind of start staring. And I have no. Did you even take out your camera once? Yeah, probably. No, I did. I think we'd, well, we'll get to that crash later. Yeah. But yeah, I do have a picture of that, which I was going to say, well, let's post all of this on Instagram and our Facebook, Facebook group that the Facebook group is where we'll put the secret stuff. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't want, I don't want the company to see. Oh God, what we did. Because, yeah. okay. So that happened and that was, you know, Chad and Janine's daughter and we all were, our two families were together going out as a, I think it was a seven sled family. Right. And I had Toby in the back because mm-hmm. he's not old enough to drive. Right. You had Charlotte. Yeah. Little, littlest. Yeah. And then Dave had Elliot. Yeah. 11. Mm-hmm. 12. And then, sorry. 12. And then um, they had their double ups in their family. Right. right. Olivia so Olivia we... was the only one that could drive legally with yeah. the license. She's 16. She's the one that hit the tree. She's 17. Seven. Yeah. Oh, God, I know. Who cares? Off. Sorry. Doesn't matter. No, I feel bad. No, you're fine. But um, so instantly, you have something you want to say. I was no. just going to say our families, right after that, we got back on, we got moving. And... Well, no, because I don't think she ever, we didn't kind of wait till she got dug out. We went ahead. No, we didn't. We, we waited. didn't. We waited. We were all... Oh, okay. On the same trail again, but we just went too fast or something. Oh, I thought we, we went and tooled them. around and then came back for her, but they had split off at that point. And then we no. saw them in the woods, but we couldn't catch them or something. There was, like, immediately we got separated, which yeah. is, like, the no-no of being, <laughs> like, new <laughs> people in the wilderness. Yeah. In the snow when there's avalanches and freezings to deaths. Yeah. It was... So we thought we were fine, though, because it just felt like a nice, big, boring path that we were following along, so... Our family kind of split off, so there's our three sleds, all doubled up, going along, and then we, then we switched drivers. Then we let the boys drive. This is in, almost instantly. We're three minutes in. You guys, both the cool parents that you are, let the kids drive. We, fe- I mean, it felt really safe because it's just this huge, wide road. Where can you it go? It always feels safe. Oh, these things just... are like. One ton machines I know, that go I know, really fast. I know. <laughs> no, it's cool. You put your thumb Whatever. on the gas, and then you put your thumb on the, or you squeeze the brake on the other hand. I mean, there's yeah. just go and it's stop. like a jet ski. It's the same mechanics. Yeah, and or a scooter, anything. It just felt very. Safe. You can't screw it up because it was just wide and flat, and we weren't even doing anything. So we did that until we got to the end of the road, and there well, was. Wait a, a second, because we have your oh, son that I'm with. Right. So. Okay, now this is where Cowboy Denny yelled at me later. He goes, you should have been the guide. You're the one that's been out there before. Yeah. And I probably should have, but, you know, Dave, who's used to being type A driver, oh. always driving the car. <laughs> in so, patriarchal society. Let's so he gets up in front and, you know, I'm always like, well, whatever. So he's in front with Elliot, which is fine. It's a big groom path, yes. Yeah. But, you know. Anyway, so. Uh, we get to the fork, and that's where. Toby's driving. And Elliot slowed down. Elliot slows down. Yeah. And Toby just <laughs> kept going. And I see this slide getting closer and closer. And I'm still kind of waiting. I'm like, no way he's going to run into... Ran right into the back of Dave and Elliot. <laughs> fully broke, cracked the whole front end. Broke off the little, like, flapper do that keeps the snow down on the yeah, front machine. The mud flap, snow flap. Just didn't stop, didn't turn. Yeah. I straight into it. He and uh, it was weird to me. I didn't understand. Like, oh, the instinct is going to pop in soon to squeeze the brake. Yeah, <laughs> he, I don't did. think. Well, the training was real. It was nil. terrible. Yeah, to- there was one guy that came out with all thirteen of us. Well, here's the throttle. Here's the. I didn't know what a throttle was. Yeah. Here's, here's did he even here's say the, the joke. 
here's the gas. Yeah. Just hit and go. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> and I was like, didn't tell us where what? to go. I had to ask. I go, what did he say? Yeah. And they were like, you weren't listening. Like, all you guys were like, you weren't, I go, I couldn't even hear yeah. us in the back. And all while the engines were revving, I was like, ring, 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 in the background. <laughs> There's the throttle, here's the brake, go. Yeah. yeah. So we just, we were like a, a pack of Californian, Washington. Just Motley Crue getting Snowflakes. Out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, so we, we remember how long it took to get across the road? Yeah, because we got like, stuck on the asphalt. We didn't realize was, you're not supposed to, well, we It was need, icy. You're not supposed to stop ever because you But can't you get, had to get across the road to get into the snow across the street. Yeah. So we're a bunch of freaking frogger. Like Californians Mom trying to took get a great picture of that. Did you see it? No. We looked like these dumb ducklings were all lined up, just stuck there. What, nobody was going anywhere. We were just like, what do we do? Dave couldn't get know. traction. He was in front and he couldn't get the okay, thing so going again. So this is the again. first sign yeah. of a bad idea. Yeah. But, but anyway. we got across the street eventually, in between cars, going about 70 miles an hour, yeah. by the way. But, so, but the point of Toby uh, oh, yeah. hitting was because he probably never heard where the brake was or knew about it. We didn't bother going over it again. I don't know. It just was like, it seemed... You're like, oh, we're in snow. We're insulated. It's yeah. easy. So yeah. then we turned it into a learning thing. And I said, Toby, what are the two things you could have done to not hit the person in front of you? And it is to let off the gas, to squeeze the brake, or to just swerve out of the way. Like, just to turn. I mean, he went straight into it, which was just like yeah. our Bob's Burgers episode. <laughs> where Tina is in the parking lot and Bob's teaching Tina, the younger daughter, how to drive. And there's one car in this giant parking lot and she's inching towards it and he's going, turn, turn the car, turn the car. And she's going, <laughs> and, she and she manages to just hit that. Go right into car. the one car. That's yeah. what it felt like. It was and exactly that's what it looked that. like. Yeah. And I feel bad. I, like, why didn't my instincts kick in to do anything? But I guess I just didn't think that he was yeah. going to do that. It was right. weird. Right. So anyway, first thing, we get back on. They continue to drive. Yeah. Now. We let the kids keep driving. Dumb parents. No, it's fine. Our parents were like that, too. Yeah. It was good training. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Where are you going to do it? Like, on a tractor in Idaho. That's where you learn how or to drive. Or when you're 16 and not right. 12. Or that. Um, but we got up to the Y in the road, right? At the kind of end of the wide groom path. And then you could choose to go kind of straight. It narrowed or... Uh, you could go left, up and wind up into the hills, and that was where the guy who did fail to tell us where to go, Dave finally asked, uh, "So where should we go?" He goes, "Oh, treetop trails, nice." So <laughs> two top back like this. I know I sound like the Bob I got Newhart some guy. Potatoes in my throat, <laughs> and I'm from the country. Two top trail and <laughs> um, milk, milk bubbles. Now there was one called like. Cream Creek, <laughs> cream Creek throat. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Anyway, so Dave thought that'd be nice to see the scenic view, and it seemed fine. So we went up that way. We went okay, wait. Lot. I will say that I was not content with this decision really? once again. Oh, because that whippersnapper. We were all happy. We were going right. Do you remember this? I remember. Yeah. This. We were oh, all that's going right. Down. And then they tipped. Oh yeah, they tipped, and I said this is Elliot probably not Dave the best idea to go up this trail. So we go back on the road. Yeah, we were happy to go down the groom path again. Yeah. and then Dave said, "Well, no, up here's that two top trail, <laughs> two top trail." <laughs> and it, I remember just going, "Oh, okay, we're doing something right, different." Here we go off the beaten path. Yeah, yeah, and they tipped over because Elliot did a too hard of a turn, right? And we had to dig them out again. You jumped off and ran to rescue them, make sure they weren't trapped under there. And I stayed on my <laughs> sled and went, huh? <laughs> Just watching. And they they righted it pretty quickly. And yeah. And went on the skinny trail, and we all had to follow one by We're going one. going up this big hill. It's a skinny trail. It keeps getting skinnier, and it looks pretty unpaved. Yeah, pretty unpaved. And it had a lot of whoop-de-woos. It was like, beow, 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 and weird moguls. Yeah. Yeah. And we finally got to this one spot, and Elliot was in front with Dave. Elliot's still driving. And the trail... Super skinny trail. I was like... And his left ski sled, right? Because the front has the two kind of skis keeping it on the snow, uh, went up the uphill part. And so it turned the sled to be almost a 45 degree angle. But there really was no option. It really... The the path really forced you to be on an angle. I don't think anyone had been on that path in a long time. Yeah, yeah. And so his ski went up, which with the their weight plus being on a double, it was not a very maneuverable machine. It was meant to be like a touring machine we yeah, learned later. We should not have been up there. The whole thing tipped. 
and rolled, rolled twice and did yeah two 360s with them still holding on to it right yeah they were holding on to it and the motor was still going Wee! yeah and they ended up at the bottom of a tree well like three or four trees stopped them yeah with their ski bottoms hitting the tree trunk and they and were the machine both was on top underneath. of them. Yeah. And it was so... And the only saving grace was that it was such deep powder that they weren't squashed under it. They just yeah. kind of got pushed down into the powder deeper. And so that time I had finally seen two crashes and then I learned to jump off and I just killed my sled. Yeah, we both... Went, Holy shit! And like jumped off and we both just ran. And just pulled like We had to lift it off of them. Yeah. Strength and... Lift Both the car it. off the kids, off the husband and the kids. I just saw Elliot's arm, and he popped out. We're like, because Dave got out from under it, and then Elliot was still trapped under it. Yeah. It's the scariest feeling. Yeah. And then he, we finally got him. Yeah, and he was fine. Pulled him out. We're like, like, are fine. you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? I kept asking. They were both fine. Ugh. Except that the sled landed on Dave's calf, so he was sore on his calf yeah. muscle. But other than that. And then it was about, what, an hour of... More than that. It was awful. Just Julianne and Dave mainly. I was kind of wrangling the kids a little bit, and then I'd jump in to help a little, but I wasn't much of a help. I'm sorry, but I was overwhelmed. It was just so scary. But they got it out from under the trees, got it righted, and I have to say, for the record, Julianne, you were the engineer of the whole thing. You knew the physics of how snowmobiles work. You knew how they dig in. You knew what they grabbed onto. You knew where the weight was. You knew how to hit the gas and what side to stand on and when to sit, when to stand next to it. It was cool watching you. You were totally running the show. So that was great. You were a good Thank you. emergency director and you took charge and you got the thing out and you got it flattened and between you and Dave, you figured out angles and you got it kind of up the hill, but it this was is an just, hour after, but it was, we're, we it was had to cold. flip this thing over. That's probably a ton. Yeah. Luckily it was midday. It was like noon. Yeah. Uh, and you this finally about 45 minutes after leaving. Yeah. Or I half mean, an hour after it. leaving. This was the rest of our day. Yeah. And they, the, but it was the, can I just say that it was yeah. flipped over and at the base of trees, we had to figure out a way to flip over a one ton machine and get it out. It basically the trees were catching it from falling down a giant yeah. slope. Yeah. It was down. We were at on yeah. a big hill. Yeah. It was a big, at least 45 degree angle. Yeah. Oh, but you got it out, and we tried to get it up, back up to the flat path again, pointing back down the way we went. And you had about 10 feet to go, and it just could not get any traction. So the one thing we learned is that you have to pack the snow. Yes. We were... Pro was, tip. Pack the snow. Pro tip. You have to... In front and behind to get a snowmobile out. Yeah, ours was ground all the way down, like, probably four or five feet down to God. the bottom. And when it runs on ground, it won't go. It needs to be on pack snow but we kept putting it back in the powder part thinking that would be fine but we needed to have packed yeah. a whole path yeah you know just stomp, like stomp, have stomp. stomped on it for 30 minutes and yeah. done your prep work which we were starting out. to do we kind of you were, we were you know, oh so just tired. not enough and then the kids were starting to cry well charlotte was not the boys but they weren't wearing warm enough stuff you know we yeah. just thought we were, we were going for in a it tour uh so finally, I stepped up, and I'm like, I'm going to take the kids back. I'm going to take one of the double sleds, me plus three kids. I'm going to get them back to the lodge and then get someone to come tow you guys out because we just could not get it out. I love your – can I talk, talk about your fight? Yeah, yeah. Your fight was Dave was going, okay, keep moving forward. Take your sled and continue forward. We're close going forward. Like, we're closer to the place. And you go, I don't want to go forward because I don't know what, what to expect. And I have three kids on the back of this thing. I want to go back the way it came because at least you know that it was safe. I knew it was kind of flat. What if we got into more tippy situations? What if I was ahead with three, three? It made no sense to go ahead. Yeah. yeah. And then he was saying, go ahead. What's wrong with you? Take your thing. And then you started to listen to him. And then... I got to that tippy part with just me on the sled. I didn't let the kids get on yet. I'm like, let me get past the part where Elliot rolled. I couldn't even do it. I, I was scared. Like, I'm like, this. I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm like, nope, you can do whatever you guys want. I'm going back with, the, and I marched back to the sled in the way back. And I did about a 200 point turn to get it turned around on that tiny little path. And I did. And Dave was yelling and mad. And no, but no, you no, no, no. held your ground. And finally you were like, I'm not 
fucking going that way. I'm going this way, and that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And he was yeah. like, okay, well, just let me know. What... <laughs> just... But you, when you were determined, <gasps> you were... Mama Bear, I had to get my babies back. They were crying. They were cold. I was just like, no man is going to yeah. tell me what to do. I got real weird, but it really, it made no sense to me. My yeah, instincts were all... I was with you on that, because... Red flag, red flag. So, yeah, got them back on, and we bobbled along and then we did find the two rescue guys because i think we were able to make some phone calls and get them but the phone just a pro oh, tip also pro tip in the cold your phone dies really yes. fast so battery i didn't have my phone pro tip don't go anywhere yeah. without your phone in bring the your woods. phone turn on your location system but also you have to keep it close to your body which is what they told us oh. later keep your phone close to your body or deep buried in a pocket close to your body for warmth yeah, because it will die, and they go, oh, yeah, die. they die all the time. Really unsafe out here. People die all the time. Phones die, people Ugh. die. Have fun. Why don't they equip these things with a little USB charging port? Or, like, even a flare or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, something. oh, it's, it's so rogue. Think of all the ways that it could have gone wrong. So, anyway, I'm driving out with the kids. I see the two rescue guys coming. I tell them where to go. I'm like, okay, go up here, go left. Then there's another V in the road. Go left there. You ran into our rescue guys? Yeah. You're yeah. kidding. I no. Didn't even know this. So they scooted off on their one knee, you know how they do. Made it made it look so easy. Uh their bikes were also super light and yes, yeah. they're pro. People. Yeah. So I'm like, great. Okay, they're found, all good. So I get back to the lodge. Meanwhile, you are waiting another hour. They didn't find the path. They didn't they had never been there before. It had they'd never been on that path before. By the time they found you These an are hour, the guys who work there who another rescue hour people later, all the time, right? Yeah. We're like I started talking about the Jack London book I read called How to Build a Fire, where the guy couldn't light the match. Oh. And the end of the book is him just Call of the Wild, to death. right? Was it? Call of the Wild, I, I think. I thought it was How to Build a Fire, okay. Yeah. But it did have a part about how to build a fire. Yeah. Okay. So well, scary. Fact check. Jack London did indeed write a short story called To Build a Fire. I stand corrected, Weens. You're right. I was wrong for the record. Love you. <laughs> yeah. um, I didn't think that would happen. Really? I thought there were too many people that knew we were there yeah. in the vicinity that we wouldn't die. Well, but... you didn't have a dead phone yet either. At that point, it was still alive. Your phone was still working. Because when I left, it was fine. And then... Yeah, so you said an hour later those guys got there. Meanwhile, I get back to the lodge. I'm trying to tell the people behind the desk what happened, where it happened. The story was I was driving. I didn't want them to know Elliot was driving, so I rolled the car or thing. And she couldn't find it. I'm, I had the coordinates sent, you know, drop a pin, hear the coordinates, find them, send your guys there. She couldn't do it. She couldn't figure out the coordinates to the map to tell the guys where to go. She goes, well, those are all fire roads. I mean, Google's just going to send me... I'm like, fuck Google. Just Their little blue dot is going to beep, and then your little red dot is here, and they're going to get close and find them. Like, I don't understand why this doesn't work. So that was really frustrating because she needed to know the mile markers or the markers on the road, and they're not visible. Ah, the whole thing was so backwards. So finally... They find you guys. I'm stuck at the lodge not hearing anything. No one's picking up phones. She can't get a hold of her guys. And I'm guessing we're there two and a half, three hours, right? I mean... Because we got back and it was almost dark, so... Yeah. (laughs) We left at 10 in the morning, was it? Yeah, yeah. 10 or 11. But they finally dug you out with the the path, and they said things like... Like, wow, this is really... We've never been here before. Yeah. He didn't have his avalanche pack on him. He goes, wow, I'm not really prepared for this winter. But they luckily, they, you know, they'd done it a million times before. So they were doing what we were doing, which is to lift the back end. You lift it off of the dirt that you've already scrummied down to yeah. and then lifted it onto right. the regular snow. Except what they did was they packed. They were going the opposite way up the path. Okay. So they tried to go up and over because where we were pointing the direction mm-hmm. was into logs and stuff. Oh. Which is the other issue. Oh, I see. Okay. But... Anyway, so the point is, you got out. You kind of had to follow them all the way out, right? With your and he two said, sides. he goes, this this thing is so heavy. You're on a double. Yeah. He goes, I could ride up here with my bike, and you could, but they call yours them bikes. Is, no, they didn't. Oh. Sled. <laughs> Skidoo. <laughs> yeah. So but these I'm... kids were telling us, and then they launched into all these stories about how many deaths there are. <sighs> he goes, Oh yeah, this isn't the first. You know, we've got so many deaths this year, and. People freeze out here all the time, and yeah. Oh, my God. It's 
awful. It's like people ride up off the trail. We can't find them. They will find them frozen. We have to wait for spring for them to thaw out. That was the other thing. Oh, my God. That's a common story. We're like, great. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So you guys are finding your way out. It took you a while to get, get out. And they didn't even know how to get back. They didn't we, know how to get back. We overshot it by another half an hour. And they, you oh know, I don't, I don't know what was going on, but we finally found our way back. Jesus. And so oh. I have the kids. I go back to the hotel room finally. And I'm freaking out a little. I'm yeah. starting to do, like, going back through my emails, looking for the ATT location services that we signed up for for the family to, like, track the kids' phones. I'm like, maybe Dave's phone is logged so they can track him. And I'm watching the clock. I'm like, dude, the sun's going to go down. And finally you guys call, and you're like, we made it. Oh, my God. I almost cried with relief. I, Aww, I was seriously like, good what am I going to do? It was scary. It was really scary. Aww. And I was trying to hold it together and be like, oh, yeah, everything's fine for the kids. But secretly I was like, oh, my God. <sighs> but, yeah, so we, we made We were, it. like, sitting up there going, okay, well. <laughs> yeah. What now? I mean, oh. you're just kind of waiting and hoping. And you were like. Dave's gonna kill me and eat me like those movies he like has. the Tauntauns those <laughs> Empire Strikes Back I'm like yeah he'll be the first one to climb inside me and, uh, <laughs> and eat me and it's use all me about himself warmth. yeah he would not do <laughs> he's anything he's the point A to point B guy <laughs> I'm the <laughs> oh I'm so Just glad kidding. it didn't come to that yeah. But that was our big Christmas adventure. And then, yeah, we finally got together. And then Chad had gotten buried in the powder. And then he got himself out with the help of two guys that came by. Really? So it was like a whole sketchy... It is not. Um, Folks, be careful if you go snowmobiling. Get a tour first and learn the area. And take a map. Charge up the phones. Cell all phone, the things. Ask for an avalanche kit. Yeah, and it's a backpack that you can send up a flare and a balloon if you get covered by an avalanche so they can find you. Yeah, that's the other common thing. Avalanches. Didn't hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. But it is like fun, the wild west. Like they were scary. You sign your life away and it's you're on your own. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. And it's not like jet skis. No. So yeah, I think uh their crash ended up being uh eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred dollars. Yeah, well, the deductible is eight fifty, and they came in just under the deductible at eight hundred, and ours to get the two plastic pans, and then there was another scratched up part underneath from the tree, ended up only being three hundred, yeah. plus the regular rental rates. So it was a it was a very expensive thing. But we got home, and over the family dinner, we had lots we were, of stories, so many stories, and so much excitement, and it was an, a huge adventure. And we all survived, so, so you're in it together, kind of, and yeah. you come back and you get out the other side. Right. It was great relief. Yeah. Yeah, we won't forget. We were all sore. <laughs> we're pointing at which I'm muscles. I'm still sore. Oh, my God. My forearms from lifting the thing and digging, too. I was back there digging. We're little... all just wrecked from that. But, but we made it. Yay. Yay, yes. Uh, well, I guess. Well, did it make you think of any, like, knowing that your family might die or a couple of them? Uh, <laughs> did you think? I was joking. I'm like, I'm going to cash in on this life insurance policy and yeah, head into Jamaica with the kids. was a joke. Just kidding. Yeah. No, of course, you think of everything and how awful it is. I was just, I don't know, I'm going to protect my kids. Sorry, Dave. But. That was my thing. And then I knew you are a survivor and you could like run away with the other ski and you'd be Why? fine. Everybody always says that. that I know. I'm the you are. cat that lands on her feet. You do. You are. You're very smart and wily and you would figure it out. Just your attitude out there was so like, well, we can't just stand here and think about it. Like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Whereas a lot of people would stand there and think, you know. I was so. getting pissed at, not you, but I was like, let's... Like, yeah. We need to work. No, we I was totally standing there. I was just like, I don't know. I'm waiting no, for direction. No, I don't. I don't. But yeah, I was. It's like, that thing where if nobody takes over and takes control, like then I would have jumped response. in. Yeah, and taken control. But I could see that you jumped in instantly, and we're like, okay, here's what we got to do. And so I think we both defaulted to, okay, Julian knows what to do. Yeah. So that's interesting. I guess people do that in different situations. Yeah. You do it at um, party planning. Party planning for sure. <laughs> I step back. Emergency. Go, Tell me what to do. Life-threatening party planning. <laughs> I've got it down. Yeah. I will save all your lives <laughs> and good. give you punch. You did. You saved the, my party. Good. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. I wouldn't have. I was sitting around dumbfounded at what to do. Oh yeah, Julian. We had a big party for Julian's birthday too. And, and was, I would have great. just sat like a deer in headlights, and people would have shown up. I would have been in my 
my house coat and slippers <laughs> staring Stop. at tables, you would not, you would have not knowing it. what to put on them. No, you no, you would have had been fine. And then you helped me throw my plaid party for how was that? Let's talk about your plaid party. Let's get we off. We only this have and... a couple of minutes, but yeah, it was good, right? What do you think? I, I mean, it was totally super different cool. vibe. Your party, so Julianne's party was, you know, in LA with a lot of artsy friends, very. Um, I don't know. Cool. It was just cool. People were cool. You had cool music. The the band guys you know. Um, you hired our Uncle Jim to do... Mentalism. Mentalism. And name, name the band again. It's the Coffee... Coffee the co- Shop Trio. The Coffee and, Shop Trio. And it's uh, Matt Politano on keyboard. So good. He was He's, so... He gets hired a lot for... Groovy, jazzy, just feeling it. Oh, my gosh. He's real cool in jazz. In his own guy, yeah. yeah. Like almost Asperger-y, yeah. genius-y kind of person. Matt really Corey cool. on... Stand upright bass, bass and, and electric bass and he's my buddy he's the one that pulled it together did it for free on his end he's a got good the friend together lovely yeah. person he's really nice he's, he played with ben harper he recorded a couple albums really and, yeah and he's now very classical he teaches jazz at um, a couple local colleges lacc oh. and then steve Ferroni on drums who played with tom petty he was in the yeah. I always want to say the Angry White Men. Oh. That's the wrong name of the <laughs> band that I always mess up. The Angry. I don't have my phone. I can't look it up. I don't know. Aggressive Black Players Angry. I can't <laughs> remember. Wow. And they're a really famous band from the... Anyway. Fact check. We thought of the band name. It's the... Average White Band. Oh, 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 oh. All right. Oh. There we go. Sheesh. Oh. And he sessioned with... He played with Trent Ran and... Really, yeah. Eric Clapton, all those guys. He so. was awesome, too. I talked to him a lot. While I was setting up the party, he was testing out his drums and getting the sound just right. And so we were talking about He's how cool. he got into music when he was 12, and he was on the streets of England. And, yeah, he's got this really cool accent, and it saved him from gangs and... You know, yeah, he was he was very. He's got cool. a cool. We got a. He's gonna do an interview. So we'll good. Interview him. Yeah. He's um. He, oh yeah, that's what he was saying when people were coming. Cause there were how many people were at the party? Like 60s, 70s, yeah. something like that. Yeah. It was but great. it was like you've. I think you've got a very anxious cat running up and down your driveway. Yeah, cause her cat was like, yeah. "What's going on?" It's usually just me, and just her. like zooming in and out, <laughs> back and forth. I think you have a very anxious cat. Yeah. You might want to check on. Anyway, that's so cute. I know. But um, so yeah, and I loved everybody who was there. Uncle Jim, Uncle Jim, Jim Agle, the mentalist. He's amazing. His show is great. People keep talking. They're talking about that. They're talking about the music and yeah. Jim. Like still, they're. How did he do that? Oh my yeah. god, it was so cool. Yeah, and he does this for. He gets hired to do this. A lot of charity events and. Yeah, and the bottom line was you had such a cool vibe and lighting and music. It was in a big tent because we thought it was going to rain. Yeah, and it was raining Which Joe helped set up from some of the movie guys that hooked me up with a favor, so we had a big outdoor tent. But you had the whole scene planned, and it was very it was very entertainment-oriented, which makes sense for your crew and your people. They're all... Versus my Artsy. suburb party with parents who are just excited to get out of the house. Well, don't compare them that way because well, no, you but have great friends, a great... Yeah, but totally different thing. Like, I didn't even Yours worry. was a very classy... Everything was, like, you know, you have a great house in a backyard for this. You have a wood fire pizza stove right there. You've got your heaters outside. It's a very beautiful, beautiful home uh, and it's that's just meant for parties. Casual, though, too. Like Casual. I it's you're not... like, what are we going to do for music? we got to get this. we got to do that. And I was like, eh, we'll figure you're it out. You're so kinda. casual. It made me nervous. <laughs> I know, I'm like, yeah. I've been anxious about my stuff What's for a month. What's the clown coming? Where's, Where's the, the juggler? Do, yeah. I'm like, what are you going to do for Pep? <laughs> like, we just talk. We need games. We need... That's where yeah. we're different. I mean, honestly, you have really solid, cool... Like, your friends are real. Yours are, too. Everybody is. I think they rely a little bit more on maybe outside stuff versus... Maybe. Here, we all know each other. We talk about our kids, and it's just all that, you know, everyday stuff. I don't know. Also, people have... Like, a lot of my people, yeah, maybe are freelance art and film business and a lot of single... But there's a different sense of... I don't know. Your guys have different careers, and you can ask questions, and they... Yeah. There were full conversations about. Yeah. I don't know how to explain what the difference is. We've had kind of two different groups merge at my party where I knew this group of friends from one, 
kind of part of my school life at working at the school and then I knew these other friends from other stuff so anyway I kind of merged them to mix up the conversation in the group a little bit and it was cool it was fun yeah so it was exciting for everybody I think to really get to know each other more than just in passing but either way it was a big festive month yeah it was fun it was festive I love all your friends they were all really and they loved really you cool they were people. really excited to meet weens because oh, they know about our podcast I know that's the I mean, I guess to, I think your friends maybe listen more than mine. Probably, would you say? yeah. I mean, how is that? You have a more dedicated fan base. I don't know. Maybe you talk Thank about you it more. Thank you, fans. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. I know. Who, okay, it's... let's see. Melissa. Yeah, Melissa, Oscar, was... Carla. I mean, you've probably heard all these names. I don't know if we can do shout outs to everybody. Yeah, they but... were all so nice and said, "Oh yeah, I listened. I was so yeah." And Gabby and Steve Dow, they've got cool stories. They're very active politically, so that's kind of neat to hear them. And written books and done all these oh, different PR Gabby, things. Oh, Gabby, so... Yeah. Also, sorry. Gabby, by the way, we've got to interview her. I know. She's I want to talk to all these people. Of Brad, the singer of Sublime. Oh, yeah. She did she's interviews with great. him that nobody's ever heard. So we're gonna, oh. She said she would be happy to... She wants to share them oh, with fun. people and with uh, Brad's family. He's the guy that was the singer of Sublime. Yeah. That is not with a heroin anymore. overdose. Yeah. So that would be cool to hear yeah. some of his footage. And Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a million fun people and funky stories and backgrounds. And we could go a million different ways in a million different podcast interviews with them. And so that's what we're doing this season, too. We're going to spend some time to kind of... Think of different things you guys want to hear and uh, ways that we can do interviews and format our show. Yeah, so we're going to... Thank you for the feedback, you guys. Yeah, we appreciate all your your listenership and feedback and support. We've had some orders here and there of our swag. We have a couple t-shirt designs out there. We're going to make more. Um, we've had some contests, all that fun stuff. You, so it's you do it fun. all. Well, I'm really Nass into this. All. I really want to get she's so cool up and running with this because I see the potential. But then I do want to keep it fun and casual too. So it's, yeah. it's kind of funny. So anyway, I really do want to hear from whoever's listening. Please write in and let us know what you'd like to hear about what has worked, what hasn't worked for you. We'll take any and all feedback. So far, the ones that we have are almost split down the middle. So please be the tiebreaker because there's a lot of people who like the interviews and then some people who just like are talking to each other and yeah. sharing stories. Hearing our stories. So, um, but whatever. We'll yeah. probably just do what we do anyway, right? Probably. Unless there's some. And then my list, my interests are more on the parenting side and, and finding out about kids and how to raise kids and what I'm doing right and wrong. And talking to experts about that, that would be interesting to me. And minor mental disorders. <laughs> <laughs> and Wayne's likes the, the self-care, self-help, and no, I'm not, mental well, wellness, and brains. Well, well more like neuroscience, right? Like Let's learning not about... sell me as a woo-woo no, no. fairy fruit. Okay. Let's just talk about... What do you say how you are? I enjoy learning about the human condition, the brain. Yes. Yes, okay. I do like the wellness kind of thing. How do we improve our lives and and be better human beings and love ourselves more. Absolutely. That is very important. I agree. And also incorporate, you know, science and, and how we are socially with each other. All that stuff. Yeah. Sociology. Yeah. I love that too. Anthropology. Sister. Right? So. Anthropology. We high like five. the same stuff. High five. Audible high five. Oh. Nice. Good one. I didn't want to shake the mic. Oh, shake it. All right, guys. Thank you. And Thanks we hope everyone had happy holidays. Yeah. And that everyone's lives were spared. And even if it wasn't with your big chaotic family, that you had some nice rest and respite from busy life, whatever that may be. And now we're coming up on New Year's. I know. We should do a New Year's episode. Yep. So this is our anniversary episode, and maybe next we'll talk resolutions and things like that. Mm-hmm. But How to set yourself up for failure and high expectations. Yeah, right? Oy vey. All right. Well... I love you. That it's a negative. I love you, too. <laughs> I mean, I just mean unrealistic expectations are man's greatest downfall. That's true. a big quote. Mm. So let's have lower expectations of ourselves, and then we'll be pleased in this 2020 I like it. new year. I okay, like it. Good. I'm going to set my bar real low. Me, too. Low expectations. Let's do it. Mouse right. and weans. Low bars. Yep. All right. Set them low. Bye, guys. Bye. We love you.